As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And Windsor. And you're listening to Thanks, I Hate It, a weekly podcast where two friends shoot the shit about social issues, throw shade at unsuspecting targets, and drink from the bottom shelf. Yes, we do. Yes. So this week, we are talking about... Zombies. Zombies. Because spooky season's almost over. It is, and so this will be the last episode. No, that's a lie. It won't be the last episode. It'll be the last Friday episode. It's the second to last Friday episode. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, it, it's almost it's almost November. So it's going to be this one, and then we're going to have a Saturday Halloween episode. So it was a ton of fun. I, I think that it's been we real. Def- it's been real. We definitely got in. We learned some stuff. We we learned a lot, a lot. And um, as we were trying to figure out <laughs> this week's episode, uh, I sent Brittany because you know we are easily distracted. When I tell you easily distracted, like the shiny light, you know, it, it's bad. So, so bad. um. We did mention it in a few episodes, one of our first episodes that one of our favorite queens passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the other queens were doing a Twitch event to raise money for the Scleroderma Foundation. And she's like, what's a Twitch? How do I get a Twitch? And I'm like, okay, is it like a food or is it like a beaten? Like, what is a Twitch? So go outside like, and get your own Twitch. Go on a Twitch. And it better be a good one, because otherwise I'm going to go out and get it. And it's going to be ten times worse. Ten times worse. We do not, disclaimer, we do not condone the beating of children with switches. That's but right. 
No, we do not. We're just no. talking about maybe some past childhood regressions. Past I'm just saying. Anyway, anyway. So, you know, Brittany, did you figure out how to download the Twitch with your arteritis and your gout? So I, <laughs> I did not. So here's the thing. I had to have somebody walk me through how to use TikTok. And not even getting into doing, like, videos just to watch them. <coughs> Somebody had to teach me how to watch okay, the videos. that's bad. I figured that out. I'm older than you are. But it happened. Because you're old with your arthritis. Remember that time we went to um, Hedwig and you had your, your wrist split on because you had, like, carpal tunnel or something? Oh, yeah. And that time that I had to get that stuff for my knees. I don't know. Bad knees run in my family. Oh, yeah. I have bad knees. I have bad everything. We were getting to the point where we can feel the weather on our bones. And listen, kids, getting old is a fucking rough ride. It is, but it's like one of those rides where I didn't realize how bad it was going to be yeah. in the 30s. I thought that I easily that had to my in 40s. The 40s. Yeah. yeah. But that's just, I don't know, maybe it's but, the you know weight. What? Oh, it's definitely the weight because, listen, firstly, I'm a hungry. What, baby? Baby talk? Oh, if baby wants to talk, come here. What are you going to say? Um, you going to growl again? Growl like a monster. Ah. And what's coming up soon? Is Halloween coming up? Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby yeah. shark, do do. Right, you gonna leave now? Ah. Uh, right, why, uh, why don't you sing Happy Birthday? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Keep going. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. And many more. You gonna sing Chicken Wing? Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dogs and baloney. All right, baby, that's it. All right, go see Dila. Our mommy has to work now. Okay. Wait, wait. What? Do you want your milk now? Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Anyway, I will say that while we hurt more at thirties, it's so much better than the twenties. The twenties sucked. And we thought that it could never get better. And then we're just like, Jesus Christ, like the 20s, those years were not fun at all. It's like imagine being somebody that doesn't completely hate yourself and is not always disappointed in everything you do. Yes. That's been my 30s. Yeah. If you knew me 10 years ago. I did. Didn't I? Um, yeah, almost. Let's pretend that those did not exist. <laughs> and you know me who I am now. But oh, shit. Wait, let's, let's actually let's start going because I'm actually really, really excited about this episode. And I am excited to talk about what I'm drinking. Yes, Tommy. So I, again went into the liquor cabinet, which is my pantry, and threw some shit together again. Okay. Like so, a zombie. Like a zombie. So I was looking for zombie drinks, like just zombie-inspired cocktails. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you that the most famous zombie drink is like 
more complicated than is even worth. I was like, I ain't doing all that shit. <laughs> so I basically found a zombie apocalypse recipe. So Ooh. I kind of did a little spin on it because I don't have a shaker and I am not buying a whole fucking thing of melon vodka. No. So this is mango pineapple vodka. I did realize that I forgot to put my pineapple juice in that. So I might actually go put my pineapple juice in it. And it is coconut rum, yeah. and a little bit of blue Carico or however you say that. I can never say that word. It's sweet and sour and a little bit of ginger ale. Okay. And it's in my $3 like little skull cup from Walmart. Yes. And, you know, I might not put the pineapple in there. It still tastes good. Don't put I'll the pineapple in there. Time. Yeah, save it for next time. You always need pineapple for something. I use pineapple all the time. It's my favorite fruit, basically. Oh, yeah, but it's like, it's so acidic that I can't have too much of it. Otherwise, I'll get like sores. So, because that's fun. That's your 30s, too. Right. So, what are you drinking tonight? So I felt like a hot garbage bag because I kept just drinking beer every week because it's just so easy for me. Um, so I decided I was going to make some apple cider because I couldn't find any that I was willing to buy. So I buy all the ingredients and then I go to Aldi's and they've got some and I like theirs. So I, then I buy theirs too. So now I have all of the ingredients and just like a jug of it. <laughs> so <laughs> I just added some rum to this jug of apple cider and a bunch of cinnamon and all kinds of things and it's sitting with me right now ready to be consumed it is at the ready like a fucking soldier i'm well, so proud of it buttercup because we're gonna have fun tonight yes but before we get started with zombies for this week please listen to these words from our sponsors is student loan debt getting you down? Are you feeling concerns over who will be interpreting our Constitution? Are you wondering how you can have more control over who makes decisions on your behalf? Try Voting 2020. Hi, I'm Georgia, a red state, and I'd like to tell you about Voting in 2020. Voting in 2020 is an all-inclusive drug meant to stimulate your rights during these trying times. This unique blend of social responsibility and movement towards individual citizen needs will help move our country away from its current plague and into something a little less frustrating. It is an alternative to not voting that appeals to those who feel as if all hope is lost. If you'd like to try to turn this bullet train the hell around, try voting on or before November 3rd. Voting is not a cure for all ailments, including but not limited to systemic racism, homophobia, transphobia, xenophobia, classism, or sexism. Voting is meant to hopefully lessen the intensity of these side effects, which are built into the foundation of American life and would need a complete overhaul to correct. Voting will, however, help put the right people in the right places to make such an overhaul possible. Please consult vote.org for your prescription of voting today. Voting deadlines are fast approaching in a state near you. Hello, welcome to Whisper Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Tyler. My pronouns are they, them. And I'm your host, Dylan Gomez. My pronouns are they, them. We are creating the safest space for those who have been oppressed, shut out, or let down by society. Whether you are POC, BIPOC, queer, trans, here nor there, or if you find yourself to be unique in such a way that is not constructed by social norms. Thick, thin, tall, or small. If you follow labels, or if you don't. We love you all just the same, if not more. You're either with the movement, or you're not. Hate doesn't have a place.
always here. This is your show. And we're the voices. Join us Davies Weekly as we discuss fine arts, true crime, and mental health. The perfect throuple. Listen as we speak about relevant topics in today's news. Interview artists and beautiful people of the sort. Let us be your home away from home. The happy place you think about when you close your eyes. We bring you Whisper Whisper Podcast. Yes, so I'm starting this week, and I'm giving us a little bit of background on zombies. So, Auntie Merriam-Webster, she's my favorite aunt, defines a zombie as a mixed drink with several types of liquors, rums, and fruit juice. Oh, that's what I was talking about a little bit. It was. Just kidding. So, for people who don't think Uh I'm funny... (laughs) i was dead i dead serious (laughs) (laughs) no so for everybody who doesn't think i'm funny a zombie is apparently a reanimated corpse they eat brains and people and flesh they're brainless thoughtless beings that move slow with a stank ass walk and they have a reckless ass brain eating mouth they do a hell of reckless mouth i mean that's like literally the definition exactly So we've all, we all know like the predominant zombie traits. So you can't think, you can't talk, you're looking for brains, you're walking in that slow like swagger down the street. Maybe you've got an arm that doesn't work and you're just causing havoc. You're wreaking havoc on wherever you're at. We've all seen The Walking Dead. But like what's beyond that? So where did zombies come from? What are the origins? So the origins of Zombie is as sad and as black as many things in the Western Hemisphere. While the term that we would consider to mean zombie-like or that we would associate with the word zombie, so basically the reanimated undead, that term has been around since Mesopotamian times and beyond, so way back in history. The concept that we have of zombie today is rooted in Haitian history. So zombies were believed to be slaves who longed for freedom and died as a result of their work and their living conditions. Mm -hmm. They were brought back by a voodoo practitioner known as a bokor and used continuously to work sugarcane fields, according to the History Channel. So when I was like, I got online and I was like, what's the history of zombies? And the History Channel said, hey, girl, history is our deal. Here's the history of zombies. Exactly. That's where they make all their money. History. And so what would happen was these voodoo practitioners, as a form of punishment to these people, they would wait for them to die. They'd bring them back and they would have those reanimated corpses work the sugarcane fields. This was believed to be a form of punishment because... I can only imagine, and this, the History Channel did say it, but like putting yourself into those shoes, you're a slave. You're working these fields. The conditions are unbearable. Your living conditions, your life is unbearable. You can't kill yourself because then it's believed that you won't go into the afterlife and afterlife is like a paradise. It's like a heaven concept. So you can't kill yourself. You got to... I mean, you've got to just live through it. Mm -hmm. And the expectation is that when you die, you'll be able to go into this heavenly afterlife. 
but the bokor brings you back as a form of punishment. And while they're not bringing you as in yourself back, they're bringing your body back. And then you don't get to cross into that afterlife, that spiritual heaven. Yeah. Because I know a lot of uh, cultures um, and a lot of lore just in like ghosts and things like that in general, that's what makes the angry spirit like that's what Mm -hmm. unsettles your soul is that you know your body either wasn't laid to rest properly you died in a violent manner you know all that other good stuff that that's really shitty you get Mm -hmm. double fucked you do and so not only were um these corpses reanimated to do work but they were also believed to be reanimated to do like the dirty work of the bokor so if they needed some thing done that was considered negative or demeaning or whatever reanimate these corpses so now this person can't travel into that afterlife after having a shitty present life i guess you would call it and thank you they're either french fries being like shoved through the door i actually love that and i wish people would shove french fries through my door but you can't have that afterlife that you expected now your body's reanimated and you've either got to keep working these fields which that's hell on earth and or you've got to keep working these fields and you've got to do terrible demeaning tasks that are against your character so all in all it was a negative look but that's where the concept of reanimated corpses come from so zombies as we know it today are this bastardized version of voodoo practices that were believed to have happened in Hades during like the 17 and 1800s mm-hmm. so with all this talk about zombies there's got to be some real life examples right 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 well i've got one it's a story of zora neale hurston and her encounter with a haitian zombie so windsor back me up on this there are tons of people in history class that we did not learn about that we needed to know about as adults right or wrong facts such facts well, Zora Neale Hurston is one of the ones that gets taught. You're not going to miss out on her in a history class because she is such an amazing part of history. So Zora Neale Hurston was a central figure in the Harlem Renaissance and was ve- revered for both her authorship and her academic research on voodoo and the black existence. So she's all right, all right. a big fucking deal. As an academic, and I just heard myself pop my tongue so now i know where these are all coming from in our recordings it's me (laughs) so as an academic zora neale hurston traveled to haiti to do research it was there that she had an encounter with a zombie named felicia felix mentor so all right on october 24th 1936 a small town or village in haiti was aroused when a wobbling woman in ragged clothes was staggering through the town. So one person sees this woman, and then a whole gang of people are like, what the fuck is that? They jump out of their beds, and then they run. And they're just like, hey, girl, what are you? So when they get to the woman, she's extremely pale. She appeared to have what resembled scales covering her body, and she didn't have any eyelashes. And so the village loses it. They're like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is going on? That's a direct quote. It probably was. I mean, it really was. And then one of these village, I don't know, village dwellers, village people. Villagers? Oh, villagers. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, but I like village people better. So one of these village people, it's the Darcy police officer. <laughs> <laughs> one of the village people is like, wait a minute. It looks like my cousin Felicia. And they're like, hey, Felicia, how's it going? We're going to bring you home because you're family. So here's the thing about Felicia, though. Felicia died 29 years prior as the result of complications from a broken leg. Oof. So their cousin Felicia was dead. But then they were like, this is my cousin Felicia. So what do we have to do? We have to take her home. Doesn't matter that she died. She's family. You don't just leave family out in the streets. So they took. Exactly. Exactly. So they took Felicia home. They tried to feed her. Not brains, but they tried to feed her. She wasn't hungry. Imagine that. They tried to get her help. They did this for a while until they were eventually able to get her into a government hospital. So at this hospital, it was reported that Felicia was given an x-ray and the x-ray did not show any fractures related to what should have been there based on the fact that she died from complications of a broken leg. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Mars um, literally washed his hands, which he should have. He literally and he figur- figuratively washed his hands of this. He's just like, that's not Felicia. These people are crazy. And he actually wrote in an article that I, hold on. He actually wrote in a paper the following quote. He stated that the people in the community were of a culture where it was the common people did not usually understand the scientific basis of many natural events which occur in their daily life. So this would have been a really sick burn if he wasn't such an asshole. Yeah. Because he basically said, you guys aren't smart enough to understand this. I don't care. But what he really wasn't doing was understanding the fact that voodoo and zombies are such a big part of Haitian existence. He completely Mm -hmm. bypassed that. So we could go on and continue to talk about his perceptions of Felicia because he did say that this person, he stated that they weren't Felicia. He said that they were suffering from a type of schizophrenia and that their inability to to walk was due to some muscle atrophy. No, fuck him because I don't like his attitude. So we're going to change routes and we're going to go find Zora Neale or Hurston. So remember, she's on the island doing research because she's a researcher and a hot fucking academic. So somebody on the island says, there's a zombie. Do you want to see it? And she said, duh. Of course I want to see it. I'm Zora Neale Hurston and I'm here doing hot fucking academic research. So they take her to the zombie, which is at the state hospital. When Zora Neale Hurston gets there, or just Miss Hurston, if you're nasty, <laughs> she sees something clamoring in a corner. And it's like clamoring in the corner of the yard. There's a doctor nearby, a Haitian doctor, which is important in a moment. And they're trying to feed this entity but it's not working. Like the entity is like swatting its hands and it has a bag over its head. So Zora starts to approach the creature and I'm putting that in quotation marks and the doctor pulls the bag off of its head. And when the doctor pulls the bag off of its head, Zora sees that the eyes are just completely fucked up 
And the creature quote is like growling and swatting. And the doctor explains that they believe that. Just wants to be left the fuck alone. Leave me the fuck alone. Stop trying to feed me this bullshit. I told you I wanted brains, even if you couldn't understand me. So the doctor told Zora that they believe that the woman was poisoned by a book or, or some other type of dark magic was performed on her. And that's what caused her to become a zombie. And Zora was like, okay, well, I'm a hot fucking researcher, so I'm going to figure out how they poisoned her, and I'm going to crack this shit wide open. But very shortly after making this proclamation to herself, Zora came down with a sickness and was unable to finish her research in Haiti. Oh, no. But what she was able to do during that trip was get a picture of Felicia, and that is believed to be the first picture of a zombie in the wild, I guess we'll say. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Especially since she was locked in a freaking hospital. Exactly, with Dr. Mars, who was just a douchebag. But that is the story of Zora Neale Hurston and her meeting with the Haitian zombie. So the concept that zombies were a Haitian of Haitian origin is something that was widely understood for a very long time. And the concept of Haitian zombies and zombies in general was popularized by cinema and television. Of course. So the first account of a zombie cinematically was in the 1932 movie, White Zombie. In this movie, two white Americans travel to Haiti and it's there that they encounter it's there that they encounter a voodoo priestess and some zombies basically and these zombies are essentially doing her dirty work so this initial film depicted zombies in that old-timey way like they're very Mm -hmm. haitian they're very much existing in the way that the lore goes the next film which i watched this today the next film was the night of the living dead First, before I get into this, I just want to say this movie was pretty groundbreaking in this, not in the zombie sense, but in the sense that it cast a black actor as oh, yeah. a major movie role. Here's and the- and didn't they say, I, I think I actually um, coincidentally read something about it the other day where they were like, oh, why did you cast this person? And the director was like, because he was the best actor? Exactly. So they cast him. They said he was the best actor for the role. Black guy gets all the way through the movie. He lives (gasps) through the Night of the Living Dead. No, he does not. And then he's killed by white people in the final scene. But at least he didn't die first. Right. No, he made it all the way through the movie. He was actually, like, protecting this bitch. And I call her a bitch because she slapped him. And then she, like, fainted when he slapped her back. And I was like, wait a minute. We don't hit people. Everybody yes. keeps their hands to their cells. Their cells. But if you get hit, you're going to get rocked. I mean, and if you hit, a- I mean, you're just going to get rocked. I mean, that is, keep your hands to yourself. If you can't take the heat, say the fuck out the kitchen. But everybody keeps their hands to their, their cells. Hands to like, <laughs> I was yes. like, this is an old-ass movie. Because, first of all, we're just all hitting each other when yeah. we all It was probably like, our- uh, uh. Like, she passed out, and it's not funny because there's no, nothing it's funny, not funny about people but, getting hit. But it was just the acting. But the I just overacting like the. <sighs> it, that's exactly what happened, and so I just thought it was wild that this guy made it through the whole movie. I was like, he made it through the light, the night of the living dead. What the hell? I didn't expect this. And then in the next scene, he gets killed by these like rednecks, and I was like, 
Of course he Typical. Did. Typical. But in this movie, they actually do not use the word zombie at all. This is the first really... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, really widely distributed... Oh, fuck. I touched my thing. Okay. Widely <laughs> distributed... This is a really... um The first really widely distributed piece of work that has zombies as this like undead creatures that indiscriminately go after people outside of Haiti. And mm-hmm. but like I said in this entire movie they did not use the term zombie. They used the undead. The undead were eating people's brains. They were doing all of these types of things. In the next installment of this film, that's when the term terminology zombie was given to these indiscriminate killing machines that were reanimated and that is where we get our modern zombie trope. That is where we get our The Walking Dead. That is where we get our insert name of any other zombie movie here. It is all from this beginning where we weren't saying it. And the reason that um, George A. Romero reported that he wasn't using the term zombie initially was because his understanding of zombies were only as Haitian creatures. He didn't associate those original creatures with zombies. And it wasn't until he was making Dawn of the Dead that he got that association. And he was just like, huh, we could call them zombies. And somebody was like, yes, that's the route to go. So that's where we get the modern zombie trope in Hollywood. I saw a really funny one, actually. Was it funny? Not too long ago. Was it, it Shaun was- of the Dead? Well, that one was hysterical. I will watch that over and over again. It, Bill Murray was in it. Oh, I don't know. Um, and he was like a security guard or something. And Listen, he- my favorite zombie movie, it, it's not even a zombie movie. It's when that guy turns into what I consider a zombie and then in black. Who is it? James, James D'Ofrio? And he's doing that crazy ass walk. That shit is hilarious. It was the dead don't die. And when I tell you that it's definitely, it's a horror comedy, uh, like crossover, but this movie I cracked up during cause it, it was comedy delivered in a way that only Bill Murray can deliver comedy. You know, it's but, another good one. Um, zombie land, like the original one. I haven't oh, seen yeah, the I new one. I did see that one. There's also a show on Netflix that actually Sophia liked, um, what was it called? Zombieland? Called... Zombie High? <laughs> right. Z Nation. Ooh. That one I was didn't watch really Z Nation. Good. It was actually really good. I watched but... The Walking Dead, and I actually went to Walker Stalker Con with Melissa that one year. And that has been the heart and soul of my zombie experience. I haven't watched too much out of it, because zombies are just too gory for me. Yeah, it it really depends on. Yeah, I'm not a big gore fan either. It really depends on how the movie is delivered. Like Shaun of the Dead, it's that comedy where you don't even really notice the gore. It's kind of like this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. Mm -hmm. And and one of those movies where you just kind of hope for someone to die. (laughs) (laughs) Like shut the fuck up and die. Please die. Please die. Whereas The Walking Dead. You kept getting attached to characters, and then the next scene, they'd be a zombie. And you're yeah. like, what the I, fuck? Yeah, I definitely, I didn't really, I am probably, like, one of the only ones. I've also never seen Game of Thrones. I watched a few episodes of that one, and I was just like, it's good, but let me watch this rerun of NCIS right quick. See, I think it's one of those shows that you really have to get into, or you have to have some type of, 
like association with because the association that I had with it was because the parts of, they started in Georgia. So the parts of that they were quote unquote going to, I'd been to these places. And so I was just like, like, Oh, I know this. Exactly. I was like, I don't know how they're going to get into the CDC building, like shit like that. And so having those associations, no fucking CDC. Right. But on Anyway. Real quick side note before I get back on track. So the CDC for emergency preparedness, they have, it's called um, what do. to do in a zombie apocalypse. I was looking at that. And I thought it was so cute. All right. And it's like the one pure thing left on the CDC. Exactly. So for my last little bit. So we know now where the origins of zombies come from. We know, I just sucked my teeth again. We know where our understanding of zombies comes from. Before I go. And we also know some good shows you can listen to and watch. Right? So many good shows. Watch The Walking Dead if you dare. It will break your heart at times. But I just wanted to throw in, just for shits and giggles, how do you become a zombie? So, things that go boo, which is a fantastic website, had a great list of items that basically tell you how you could become a zombie. And so I wanted to share that with you guys just so you could be on the lookout. Okay. So watch out. First... So if you see this shit, just back I mean, the fuck up. Kill, back up. Don't kill first and ask questions later. Oh, God, no. Get what are you, the police? Back, exactly. Get your ass back in the house and lock the door because remember, they're brainless. Exactly. Kind of like. The president of the United States. United States and his cronies. But we digress. Anyway. Anyway. So the first one, obviously, is voodoo. Voodoo is believed to be a way that you can be turned into a zombie because once you are deceased, using the dark magic or the dark aspects of magic, bring you right back to life. And then make you work the sugarcane field. It's fucked up. Seriously, like you fuck, you're fucked in life and you're fucked in death. And I mean, what the hell? I just don't understand what could somebody possibly do to deserve that fate? Probably the same thing that you did for being tried to be a witch. Driving while black. Just existing. Wearing all black on Wednesdays. I knew it. Mixing the cotton and the polyester. Oh, the yeah. Listen. I do that all the time. My all my work shirts are like this polyester. rayon polyester, <laughs> and so I, I mean by default. By default. But okay. That, if that is your worst sin, that is a great day. I just don't understand what you could be doing as the. Okay. All right. The next one: radiation or toxic chemical exposure. So the yeah, radiation or the chemical kills you, as it is one to do, but. Your body reacts with the radiation, and it brings you back to life without bringing you back you to life. Back to life mm, makes sense. Kind of like uh, Frank- Mon- Frankenstein's monster type thing, like right. But the one way to protect against this is to have a spider in your hand while it's happening, because then you'll just turn into Spider Man. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to die. Mm-mm. We'll have to be <laughs> You're like, no, we'll just nope. be zombies. <laughs> and I will say that I just reached for my candle instead of my drink. Please don't drink your candle. I'm going to move my candle to the other side. So I was supposed to have a candle, and I was all ready. And then when you were like, I'm not ready quite yet, I walked back out, 
And I said, I'm going to get my candle. And then I stepped on my dog's tail and he turned around and nipped at me. And that just threw my whole flow off because then I felt bad. And I was thinking about that. And you had to cuddle with the dog. I had to deal with that and make sure he was okay. He's really upset with me. And I understand because I was wearing shoes when I did it. I am off tropic. I am off topic. (laughs) I am off tropic. (laughs) Okay. Next, Abby being bitten by a zombie. If you get bitten by a zombie and they don't tear you to pieces, Mm -hmm. then you are coming back as a zombie. It can be the tiniest little nip. If you are not their brain, you are their kinfolk. And I know that Mm -hmm. not all kin skin folk are kinfolk, but if you are a zombie, zombie, it doesn't matter. You're all going to be kinfolk. Exactly. So this is obviously what happens in The Walking Dead. Somebody gets bitten or scratched in that show, and it's done. And then they want to hide their bite. Like they're like, I didn't get bitten. No, listen. To double tap me, if I when The Walking Dead first came out, Charles and I were watching it together, and he was just like, "Damn, Brittany, would you be able to double tap me?" And I was like, "Charles, yes, the fuck I would. I would shoot you in the face." It. without a second thought the second i saw that motherfucker bite you like you could have a bite that could be from a dog you're still getting shot and i would hope that for the sake of our son because he was really young when this started i was like for the hope that, of our child i hope you would do the same for me and so yep. that was basically us exchanging marriage vows again i will shoot you in the like, face would you, you yeah like would you kill me if i became a zombie yes yes to you the head. Just leave me? yes Bam. Or just cut the whole head off, just like a vampire. Well, so in Zombieland, they teach you double tap. That's what you have to do. That will kill a zombie. But in The Walking Dead, they teach you that you can double tap them with your gun, but that sound brings other zombies to you. Yes. So you really got to be careful. careful. And the best way... Noise. Exactly. The best way to go about it is with like a hammer or like you said to just cut the head off. Something yeah, like that. Because you gotta get real close to the hammer, close enough for them to actually bite or scratch you. Exactly. So you gotta know what you're doing. All right, the last one, it's certainly not the least, but it is the one that drives me up the wall and causes me the most stress is by contracting an infectious disease that kills your brain and keeps your body alive and so when we first started talking about this i went all the way back to my first days of dealing with the coronavirus and knowing that these were the end times mm-hmm. so that's Still my section be. never know how we got to zombies and how you can become one all right so this is a pee break okay good oh fuck hello all right oh fuck okay how do i sound you sound fine okay good 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 okay the fuck did you do suck dick or something like is your what's wrong with your throat that would be the fucking quickest blowjob in history you're like how do i sound (laughs) fine like uh i can't breathe (laughs) anyway he would be so lucky. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to take a sip of my zombie drink. Because, girl, the next episode is going to be fun. Yeah, it is. Because I'm almost so... done with this drink. <laughs> How much uh, rum did you put in that, baby? Um, oh. And did you put the brown rum in? Yeah. Because mm, the coconut rum would not have gone Oh, right. no. 
I would have done it because that's just who I am. If that's the only thing I had. But the brown rum. Mm -hmm. All right. So here we go with my segment. And so I was telling Brittany earlier that she's going to quit the podcast at least once and tell me she hates me at minimum three times. Yes, let's do it. So that's the kind of content that we like. Yes. So (laughs) imagine my surprise when researching our topic today i find the great new england zombie panic oh fuck no i really didn't i didn't oh i was like god damn it (laughs) i would have been so excited so excited not not really but sit back and enjoy the tale that i'm about to tell but not too far back don't sit too far back because well they can sit far back because they're not recording they're just listening okay so The sun began to set along the horizon on another lazy Saturday in this, the year of our Lord. Rumors have been swirling about a flu going around, but what else was new? It was nearing winter in the north. It's bound to happen. People in big cities were getting sick, you know, seemingly worse than usual, but not necessarily at a higher frequency. Blair Anderton's day ended goodbye. any other. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, that that's the that's what I was looking for. Ended like any other. Work, home, rinse, wash, repeat. Only tonight would be a night like any other they had experienced. Blair turned Goodbye. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Copyright infringement? Yes. <laughs> so uh Blair turned into the news like they did every night. Are you gonna keep like... doing this? Yeah, yes. So I I feel like, you know, like when they took turned fic and put it into an actual book and how their names would be like randomly similar. Didn't somebody actually do that? Yes. And actually it was a really good fucking book and it was about vampires. But I digress. I have it. I own it. Um Turned into the news like they did every night. Only the segment on the new supermarket that is coming to town was interrupted by breaking news. I'm sorry, Danielle. We interrupt your regular segment for this breaking news. The flu seems to be mutating. Stay indoors. Keep your doors locked. Self-isolate and quarantine if feeling ill. It is now approximately two weeks post-onset of the flu outbreak. New York City now has five cases of extreme aggression, semi-paralysis, anxiety, confusion, and biting in patients that have been diagnosed with the virus. It sounds like an episode of going to Florida. (laughs) Oh, we'll get to Florida. San Francisco has two cases. Atlanta has six cases. Florida just reported a 10th case. No figures here in Connecticut yet. Governor Burt issued emergency orders to shelter in place. I... I'm not going to sit here for this. Yes, you are. Oh, this is exactly the reaction I was looking for. It's great. It's great. Okay. News 8 will bring you more details as they become available. Blair shut and locked the windows and doors and went to bed only to fall into a restless sleep. The morning came far too soon for Blair, whose dreams were haunted by monsters and post-apocalyptic nightmares. Can you hear me breathing angrily hard? <laughs> I hope so. 
<laughs> I have a baby at my door. So if you hear the, <laughs> if you hear the crawl, like nails along a door, it's not a zombie. It's only a tired two-year-old, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah. So uh, Blair shuffled through their morning routine, shower, brush teeth, get dressed, coffee. Blair almost forgot about the news the night before until they looked at the phone flashing with new messages. Office closed. Stay home. Check in. Stay oh, safe. That's how my coronavirus notification came in. <gasps> Ooh. Girl. Mm-hmm. Mine was, are you still going to Florida? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did I send that you to don't... you? Because I feel like I did. You probably did. But do you realize how much I paid for that shit? Yes, I do. And there was only one case in Florida at the time. It's probably the best time to go. It was. Blair sat in the bay window drinking their coffee when something strange and terrifying caught their eye. Bob from across the street was leaving the house, only it wasn't Bob. Bob was always dressed to the nines whenever he left. Linda, Bob's wife, mentioned that Bob hadn't been feeling well for the week prior. Bob was shuffling out of the house almost as if the left side of his body didn't work. He was in his pajamas, drenched in what looked like vomit. The only thing Blair could compare his jerky gait and lifeless face to would be a zombie but zombies aren't real yeah 2020 is not the year to be tested it like this no no it is not not blair watched in horror and the seemingly slow motion scene played out in in front of the yard across the street linda opened the door and called out the words were silent to blair but they caught bob's attention bob turned around and lunged at his wife Linda's scream broke the eerie silence as she turned and ran for the door. Thankfully, she was able to get the door shut before Bob had reached her. Blair was shaken out of their almost trance-like state, watching what was transpiring in front of them as the coffee mug hit the floor, shattering, soaking the floor in brown fluid. Blair ripped the curtains closed before turning on the news. She just, she, she just went from a cold. She was coughing and sneezing and out of nowhere saying that there were creatures crawling up the wall. When I tried to tell her that there was nothing there, she charged at me. She tried to bite me. Thankfully, she didn't get me. She's in the hospital now. Those other people, oh, Jesus, those poor other people, they just dropped dead. Please, God, don't let her die. If you're just joining us this morning, I'm broadcasting from my home. What has been dubbed the zombie virus has made it to our area. What year was this this written? Uh, the year of our Lord, October 17th, 2020. Bitch, who <laughs> tested this like that? Symptoms have been said to include heavy breathing, while dancing, headache, vomiting, paralysis, confusion, aggression, biting, hallucinations. Scientists are rushing to find out the source of this rapidly spreading disease. All people are urged to stay indoors. The governor has closed all businesses. Stay indoors and call 911 if you or someone you know has any symptoms or was sick with the flu these past few weeks. And you didn't even say nothing to that. No, <laughs> I'm ignoring you, kind of. You, I had a great reference in there, and you was just like, whatever. I actually All just right. missed it because I was eating You candy. missed it. It's okay. It was a Missy Elliott one, but it's okay. <laughs> Did you say turn that thing down, flip it, and reversed it? No, I said symptoms have been said to include heavy breathing, wild dancing. I hate you. (laughs) There we go. All right. 
Blair began to panic. What is happening? Over the next few days, Blair watched from the bay window at the silent world outside. Every so often, sirens broke the silence. Several of the houses on the street had white CDC tents around it. Blair's food started to dwindle, so they were only eating small frequent meals and snacks to make the food last and stretch out. Who knew when they were going to be able to go to the store again? On the fourth day, the news finally gave something new. Good afternoon. We pray that you all are well. As you know, so far, over 100,000 people have come down with the so-called zombie virus. Our own Donna Jones is currently hospitalized. Thankfully, it looks as if the experimental treatments are going well. Dr. Anthony of the CDC says that autopsy... Shut up. (laughs) Dr. Anthony of the CDC says that the autopsies of the deceased show that the brain is positive for rabies. There is no evidence of animal bites on the victims. It is too soon to tell, but it looks as if the rabies has mutated into a droplet or airborne contamogen. The government has issued an immediate stay on all mortgages and rents, both residential and commercial. This will not have to be paid back. Sounds like a good government to me. Right? Obviously, Trump was not the president. Avi. This will not have to be paid back. The government will be forthcoming with details on how to obtain payment in the coming weeks. The National Guard will be coming to your neighborhood during daylight hours with emergency rations of food, water, and toiletries. If you have a food allergy, intolerance, or preference for vegan or vegetarian, please put notice in your window and they will bring your ration. Please clearly post how many people are in your home with a number on your front door. If you are running low on other necessities, including diapers, medications, etc., please call 211 and give your address and what you need. It will be brought to you within 24 hours. Stay home. And God save us all. Blair stared at the TV in disbelief. Rabies? Airborne? How? The next two weeks were devastating for the country. One million people infected. 60,000 dead. Thankfully, now that they have found out it is rabies strain, many of the infected have been successfully treated, especially those caught in the early stages of the disease. It seemed that everyone lost someone they loved to the virus. It was non-discriminant. It took blindly. The virus took one family and left the neighbors untouched. In some cases, it only took one spouse or just spared the children. After a month, people were finally allowed to start going back out of their homes. Mm. Quarantines were starting to lift. Mm -mm. Masks were mandatory and included in every ration box after the first week. Facebook. Joe marked safe during zombie virus. Dr. Anthony said that they were finally able to discover where the gene had mutated. It was only one segment of the virus's DNA strand. It went from saliva to blood transmission to airborne practically overnight with one tiny change. They found patient zero, and they found out that he had been bitten by a bat while hunting. He had also had the beginnings of a cold or flu. They'll likely never be sure if the cold is what helped to mutate the rabies. Patient zero, unfortunately, was one of the first to pass away. It took six months for life to get someone back to normal. Thankfully, there was a treatment and a vaccine already. One thing is for sure. Life will never be the same for Blair or anyone else. Every sniffle, every upset stomach will be questioned. The lives lost will never have been brought back. The airborne rabies was changed from the zombie virus nickname to the rage virus. Good evening. If you're just joining us, I join the world in saying, we're so glad you're still here. Lists of virus 20, 
also known as the rage virus, has I claimed the lives you. of about... That's really the name of the rabies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did look that up. Also known as the rage virus, has claimed the lives of about 60 of our loved ones. 60,000 of our loved ones, neighbors, and friends. Thanks to our government's swift response, countless lives were saved. While our lives are starting to get back to normal, please be cautious. Make sure to social distance, wear masks if you're able to, and stay home and notify 211 if you're feeling poorly. Governor Burr urges the public to get their vaccine if they haven't already. If we all work together, we can beat this deadly virus. The end. I know you loved my story. Winter, and if you can't I'm tell, never speaking to you again. <laughs> and if you can't tell, I dropped it and reversed it. Do, 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 no. Do. So I, I don't mean to make light of the coronavirus. In doing this, I kind of just wanted to um, highlight just how simple like the coronavirus would have been able to be contained had our government taken a swift and adequate response. And just because we know how painful it is with the coronavirus, just to kind of realize that some viruses are very, very real. And while thankfully the COVID is not like this, you know, imagine if it was like, imagine if this was a disease that was as deadly as rabies. Rabies, you can have symptoms within a couple of days to a year. It's just how long it takes for the virus to eat at your brain. So I spent a lot of time looking for incidents of actual cases of zombies and humans. I found animals, which is actually very interesting, BT dubs. Like there's like zombie ants and all this other stuff. Oh, shit. And I did find a few uh, in the islands where it was like somebody died and 20 years later they saw them just walking down the street. So, Alicia. Yeah, I figured that you were going to touch on something like that. So I just kind of, I thought that it would be interesting just to have like a, a little story. That was written by me. Oh, you wrote that? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, send me the link when we get done. <laughs> I did. I wrote it. Uh, so, and I, I was researching how apocalyptic like viruses could happen because we've all seen these things, like all these movies we talked about, I am legend, all these other things. And it's like, it's honestly pretty much impossible without some kind of supernatural essence to have a reanimated body. So my research actually led me to rabies because rabies has many of the symptoms that you would associate with zombies. That's not including the necrotizing fasciitis. Okay. Which is a disease on its own and it's a horrible disease. So the symptoms uh, of rabies include fever, headache, nausea, vomiting, agitation, anxiety, confusion, hyperactivity, difficulty swallowing, excessive salivation, fear brought on by attempt to drink fluids, but this is because it's difficult, hallucinations, insomnia, and partial paralysis. This sounds like a Tuesday. Basically. And, and as you know, rabies usually has to come from being bitten by a rabid animal. 
It's not very common in the States anymore because uh, most of our domestic animals are vaccinated against rabies. Mm -hmm. Um, You may still get it, like, if you get bit by a wild animal. It's very common in, like, South Asia and places like that. Uh, But, and while my story did combine a flu cold um, mutating with the rabies virus, I won't say it's impossible. It's highly, highly, yeah, it's highly, highly, highly improbable. The viruses are just too different. Influenza virus and the coronavirus, so the flu virus and the cold virus, because if you didn't know, COVID-19 is only one of the strands of coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Like the common cold is a coronavirus. It's the type of virus it is. That's how we get Lysol. Yep, that works. Yeah, that's how we get uh, flu vaccinations because with the influenza, the strain of the virus, that's what it's tested on. And we will eventually get a vaccine for COVID-19. And if they have to change it every year as disease mutates, then so be it. Uh, But the virus, influenza virus and the coronavirus DNA makeup are vastly different than the list of virus which is the rabies virus. I did look that up. I made sure that, because I was like, what the fuck is this virus name? It's actually cute, Lissa virus. And it's pretty much, it's so different. Like the National Geographic was quoted saying they're too different. They cannot share genetic information. And for them to cross over, they would have to have a line in their DNA that's at least similar that can uh, be changed. If rabies ever were to become airborne, it would not be a crossover with the influenza. It would be an actual genetic change within its own DNA. And let's all hope that that never happens. Yeah, we don't want that thing to put its thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Definitely do not, because I will not survive the zombie apocalypse. Why? Why won't you survive? Give me a reason. I can't run. So, are you smart? You could smart it out. I would just have to hide. Yeah. But these fucking kids. That's where the problem is. <laughs> That's Too many kids. Yes. And uh, before we get to our OMG, I love it this week, I do have kind of a dramatic read as if that wasn't dramatic enough. That was so dramatic. And we might not have an episode next week. We might just quit this now. Ah, she says that all the time. So... I found a great parody on Wattpad, and it's by Yee Figueroa. What is Wattpad? It's like a a fic thing. Oh, is it like Live Journal? But like when Live Journal was a journal. No, it's like it's like Ao3 and fan fiction, but just like it's kind of like that. Oh, okay. It has only it has an app. Oh, cute. Yeah, it is kind of cute. Convenient. So. It is called An Idiot's Guide to Surviving the Apocalypse. Okay. And I'm going to read chapter one. It's not that long. And I'm an idiot, so I need this. Exactly. So. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here we go. Welcome to An Idiot's Guide to Surviving the Apocalypse. First off, let's find our protagonist. How about a buff cop who's also an ex-football player and also happens to have a collection of guns? Ooh, fuck him. Nah, you're no fun. Fine. Our story starts with an ordinary guy named John. 
He lived an ordinary life and spent most of his time playing video games. So is this our kid? Yeah. Jalen and Elijah are going to make it through. They really will because they actually know how to do all this shit because all they do is play video games like this. Mm-hmm. One night, because these things obviously mostly happen at night. Obviously. He woke up to the sound of police sirens. He checked his phone to see that he had 12 missed calls. Apparently everyone in the apocalypse seeps through a lot of calls and never hears a thing. He tried calling back, but he had no signal. Because zombies are dicks and steal your service. They probably have Verizon. (laughs) He got up and decided to head outside. He saw a lot of people running. Which is probably clue number one to stay inside and hide. Right. What do like I if know? I see a bunch of people running, I need to go somewhere where I don't have to run. Exactly. And why am I going to run in a group? That makes me food. Mm-hmm. But what do I know? I'm just the author. Oh. He lives a bit far from the city, as all protagonists do. And that all the noise and screams came from the city. He quickly thought, oh, no's. So-and-so lives there. What? No name? Fine. Let's invent one. Jessica? Fine. They don't pay me anyways. Hey, remember that his girlfriend Jessica lives in the city. Apparently no one has a family to worry about in the apocalypse. Of course not. They're probably all dead anyway. Or they're dead to him. You're dead to me. It's the apocalypse. He ran to his car without any weapon whatsoever and made his way towards the city. While on his way... He had to stop because of a massive traffic jam. Of course. Everyone, everyone leaves at the same time. He decides to do the right thing and abandon his cars with the key inside. And a zombie apocalypse, you can never be smart. Because he'll probably won't use it again. While walking to the city, he noticed a man in a car fighting with another. Their screams attack the attention of another human that looks nothing like a human already. They talk to the human, not seeing that there is something wrong with him, and they get bitten. John stands back in shock. A man just bit another, and he suddenly died. Oh, look. He just got up. Got me. (laughs) Oh, wait. Now there's two non-human humans. John freaks, and the humans notice him and go after him instead. He runs and runs, then suddenly trips over nothing. While the people chasing are too slow, they suddenly catch up, because story, I guess. John manages to barely escape. Not really, but we'll go with it. He climbs up a roof, and then he realizes he's surrounded. Insert cliche protagonist, thinks he's about to die, but not really, because another person with him had a good heart, and weapons that are not normal to obtain saves him, and they're going to become best friends. No. Do you fucking hear this door? Yeah. It sounds that like kind of scared me for a second. I'm glad that you're getting it now instead of in our next episode. That'll scare the fuck out of you. Hey, thanks. You totally saved me, John says. No problem. My name's Christopher. I'm John. What's going on? Haven't you heard? The apocalypse is among us. So those things are zombies? Zombies? Yeah, zombies. What are zombies? Crap, right. People in a zombie apocalypse have never seen before in their lives have seen a zombie movie or played a zombie game. The fuck? We call them walkers, Christopher says. There you go. Why walkers? Because they walk, duh. 
And you think I'm dumb for not knowing what the word zombie. Let's go. Where? I have a group. They normally are distrustful, but I know you'll gain their trust before they all suddenly die. What? Oh, nothing. I have a group. Let's go. And with that, John left with Christopher to his hideout, completely forgetting about his girlfriend until a new chapter. The end. Wow. I actually really want to read this whole fucking thing now. Uh, what was the author's name again? Just so Yee Yee Figueroa. I will we'll link it in the notes. Yes, that was very interesting, and that is very um on brand with zombies. What the fuck we we're talking about? Nobody is smart enough. And you want to know something? If we hit a zombie apocalypse, I hate to say this, but you know who's gonna who's gonna be okay? Uh, Trump supporters. The doomsday preppers. Yes, and I actually have enough food in this house, depending on how we cook it. I could probably, if we ration, last about a month. We cannot. We're just going to have to learn how to not eat that much, like Blair. Yeah, right. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) You love me. And so as we round out this episode on zombies... And before we take another beep-beep break, Brittany, do you have an OMG I love it this week? Yes. So, mine wasn't something that, like, happened to me or anything. It was just the fact that Hulu has scandal the entire series. And so, on a whim, I just decided to watch it. And it was something that reminded me that once upon a time, we had a president even a fictional one, but even a real life one, that their biggest discretion was cheating on their wife. A um, tan suit? Or wearing a tan suit. I mean, With not his greatest color, but it is what it is. Like, it's just a tan suit. <sighs> but I love the show Scandal, and I'm 100% a Cyrus Bean for any of our listeners that enjoy watching the show you may not believe me but it's true it's true and speaking of non-issue presidents not that um cheating isn't a non-issue but right what i mean did you see that thanks to the town halls the I swear to God, like the Trump people are just campaigning for Joe by this point. They were like, you're going to elect Mr. Rogers. And we're like, okay, what's the problem? If Joe Biden was like Mr. Rogers, I think that this country would be a lot better off. Yeah. Like you're going to use one of the most beloved people and actual Christians who like lived by the word of Christ that America has ever had and use that as an insult. Okay. All right. You do that. But I digress. Mine this week is actually we're well, hopefully by the time this airs, we'll be at it. But at the time of recording, we are nearing uh, 250 downloads and that's not all from our friends and family. So we're actually, we're so excited. And, you know, we love talking to you guys online. You know, we are funny sometimes. Come talk to us because, you know, sometimes at work we just don't want to work and we want to talk. So 
that's going to kind of round us out and um, we're just going to close out tonight. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Thanks. I hate it. As always, our sources will be listed in the show notes. Please like, subscribe, download, and share. We are now on Patreon at T-I-H-I Podcast. We are also working on our website. Currently is T-I-H-I.wordpress.com. The .com is coming soon. We'll get there. And if you can't be, please be sure to support us on Patreon so we can continue working on delivering better quality and get out that merch. Also, follow us on social media at Twitter and Instagram at T-I-H-I podcast. You can email us at T-I-H-I podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on the website. You can follow Brittany on Twitter at B-R-I-T-Z 1187 and Windsor on Twitter at Windsor Reads. Until next week, guys, remember to drink water. Remember that you're that bitch and will forever be that bitch. And if you're American and 18, to vote on November 3rd. We are almost there. It's literally right there. Like, we could just walk over there and touch it. Good night, guys. Good night. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.